Well, she's calling it a win for Western Sydney. The last few months have been some of the toughest times of our lives, but the boys from St Mary's out there in the Dapian region never wavered, never surrendered and brought home the win, just like her community. I talk of Prue Carr, the Labor Deputy Leader of New South Wales and Shadow Minister for Education. How are you feeling, Prue? Um, you're making me emotional again, Mark. <laughs> well, it is the Panthers' way. Uh, I don't know whether you saw Greg Alexander. I played a little bit of his audio earlier where yeah. he was reduced to tears. That's how yeah. much it means for, for many people in the western suburbs. It does, yeah. It, it, I tell you what, there were lots of people driving around last night tooting horns, getting excited. It just it means so much to us, you know, and they were so tough. You know, it was a tough game, but they held on. And I tell you what, seeing... The more get up to get their rings and and reading out all the junior clubs they had come from, yeah. Um, and it just it just really shows you like all those little boys and girls that play junior rugby league looking at out here looking at that thinking, oh my god, like they can actually dream of something like that. It just is just incredible. Well, many of the uh, the premiership winning Panthers came from areas uh, that uh, you represent, and I grew up yeah. in St Mary's, Cambridge Park, uh, yep. Penrith itself, South Penrith, and. Well done to them. Uh, you're right. Um, it is a, a nice boost, if you like, for yep. the people of Western Sydney where you know lockdowns have taken their toll. We've passed 100-odd days now, and yep. hopefully there's an end in sight, Prue, and this will certainly prove to be a, a tonic that maybe stirs people up to getting into looking toward a more, um, well, certainly maybe some uh, better times ahead. Yeah, it's a boost. It's a boost. Absolutely. All right, you know we need to talk about this. Uh, did Friday's incident uh, catch you by surprise, the announcement from the Premier? I mean, I know a lot of people have been talking about it for some time, but I think, yes. I think I think most people in New South Wales were surprised by this. Um, it's, I mean, who would have thought that, you know, when you woke up on Friday that now we're actually talking about this relatively unknown person in Dom Perrottet now being installed as Premier and um, putting the ICAC issues aside, um, it, is a, it, it is a really crucial time in our history. Mm. Um, and it's just, it, I think even though we sort of expected it, it has taken everyone by surprise. Yeah, uh, look, the uh, the Stuart Ayres Dominic Perrottet ticket looks to have got across the line. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised by that because you've yeah. been doing a great job in, in the western suburbs, as has Chris Minns in particular in the southwest. Uh, if they would have run with uh, Perrottet and maybe Matt Keane, it would have been very Sydney-centric or very North Shore-centric. So I wasn't surprised, to be honest, because I think they're a little worried about the West and the inroads that, uh, that your mob are making and uh, certainly cutting through with uh, with the work that you're doing with Chris Minns. And it makes kind of sense politically uh, for Stuart Ayres to be Deputy Premier. Look, I think uh, the people of Western Sydney have really copped it in the lockdown and and obviously once we get out of this situation that we're in, you know, like there's really a case to be made that we've been copying it for some time mm. in terms of we pay the highest tolls, the fines, the taxes, we don't get the infrastructure. All the stuff that everyone listening this morning that lives in the outer west knows. Um, so I think you know, we've really we've really taken a big hit, particularly in the lockdown and um, I think it would be pretty dangerous for the government not to take that seriously. 
Yeah. Well, time will tell. I, I was talking to one of your colleagues um, uh, this morning from the Greens who's done a really good job, David Shoebridge. Um, you know, he, again, he's frustrated that State Parliament isn't sitting, and I know that uh, mm-hmm. State Labor would be as well. Uh, we've got a, a, still a couple of more weeks to wait, but it'll be interesting when things get back to business in Macquarie Street. Well, I think people are annoyed about this because, you know, I represent a community, um, you know, out here that is full of people that have had to go to work during a pandemic. Essential workers, they're working in retail, um, you know, they're working in hospitals, police officers. And now when we start to open up next week, people working in retail and hospitality, it's a pretty hard argument to make that politicians shouldn't be going to parliament to actually hold the government to account. pretty outrageous, especially as they've dialed down the press conferences um, in terms of accountability. So there's going to be plenty of questions on behalf particularly of the areas that were locked down harshest and small businesses that are still going to struggle to get back on their feet. They can't just open on Monday and go back to normal trading. There's so much we need to ask the government on on behalf of the people of New South Wales who are emerging out of 101 days of lockdown and really need the government to be on the ball. Yeah. All right, Peru, good to talk to you. Enjoy the celebrations out there in Panther Thank Land. You. And uh, Panther <laughs> Land, we'll catch up with you again soon on the program. Thanks, Marcus.